بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد ولله الحمد we were able to cover in the previous lessons the introduction to Falafatul Usul by Shaykh al-Islam, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab, with the explanation of Shaykh, Shaykh al-Sheikh Zayd ibn Muhammad al-Badkhali. And thereafter, Shaykh al-Islam, Muhammad Abdul Wahab, he goes on to mention now in the introduction, or after the introduction, the actual main part of the text. And it begins by way of his statement, فَإِذَا قِيلَ لَكْ مَعَ رَسُولَ الثَّلَاثَ الَّتِي يَجِبْ عَلَى الْإِنسَانَ مَعْرِفَتُهَا فَقُولْ فَقُلْ مَعْرِفَةُ الْعَبْدِ الْرَبِّ So it's, it was said, if it's said, so if it's said to you, what are the three foundations in which it is a must, it's an obligation upon mankind to have knowledge of, then say, the knowledge that a servant has of his Lord. <coughs> and so the first we mentioned here is the Ma'rifat al-Abd al-Rabb and the knowledge that the servant has for his Lord. And so Shaykh Sayyidi mentions, فَعَبَّ الرَّبْ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى الَّذِي لَهُ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَةُ وَصِفَاتِ الْكَابِلَةِ الْعُلَى فَهُوَ الْبَرَّبِّ لِلْجِمِئِ الْمَخْلُقَالِ فِي الْعَالَمِ الْأَرْضِ وَفِي الْعَالَمِ السَّمَاءِ وَمَا بَيْنَ ذَلِكِ فَكُلُّ لَا يَسْتَغْرِ عَلِ اللَّهِ تَرْفَةُ الْعَيْنِ And so, as for the Rabb, the Lord, then this is referring to that to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has beautiful names and lofty and perfect, and perfect attributes. And that he is the one that cultivates all of the creation. He cultivates all of the creation amongst those that are within, upon the earth. Right? The creation upon the earth. As well as the creation within the sky, and that which is between the two of them. And no, nothing or no one from the creation can say that they are self-sufficient and not in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as for the cultivation of Allah, Shaykh Zaini mentions, وَتَرْبِيَةُ اللَّهِ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His cultivation of the creation is of two types, two categories of it. تَرْبِيَةُ عَامَ وَتَرْبِيَةُ خَاصَةً so you have the, the general tarbiyah and then we have the specific tarbiyah. And so, as for the general cultivation, there is something which is, which is general for, and it is comprehensive for all of the creation. And it's something which is inclusive of the one that is righteous as well as the one that is an evildoer. Along with that, the walkman were kafir. Along with that, the believer or disbeliever. Well, the article summit. 
as well as the one that speaks, or what is silent. If kul al makhlukat muftariqa ila Allah, muftakira ila Allah, kul makhlukat muftakira ila Allah, he is a wajal. Wahuwa al barabbi laha bil ijad, wal risk, wal amal, wal istikrar. And so, all, the, all of the makhlukat, all of the creation, are in need of Allah. And they cannot state that they are self-sufficient in, relation, in reality. They all in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that Allah ta'ala cultivates them by way of first and foremost bringing them into existence. As well as giving them sustenance. Along with that as well, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings about damn, security for them. And this is how we understand this affair of the general the general affair of their uh, cultivation. Then we have that which is the cultivation which is khasa, specific. And this is the tarbiyah which is khasa li'ibadillah al-mu'mineen. So this is specific, which is, this is a, or for the, this is specific to the ones that are for the worships of, worships of Allah and they are the believers. وَهِيَ لَا تَكُونَ إِلَّا لَهُمْ And it's not something that is for them except or there's something that occurs except for them and it's tarbiyah, it's cultivation. And this in reality is them answering Allah and His Messenger. جُبْلَةَ وَتَفْسِيلَةَ I answer the call. So this tarbiyah is, is the relation to them answering the call <coughs> yeah, the call to Tawheed, the call to, the, to adhere to the Haqq. And so then, no doubt, they received this particular cultivation. And this cultivation is one which is referred to as a ta'yid. One, two, one which is referred to as a nasr wa ta'yid. So it's the cultivation where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings about. <clears throat> the cultivation of aid and giving victory to those that believe. Along with that tawfiq wal hidayah or riya'i al Likewise as well, Allah SWT by way of this direction and cultivation is that he grants them success, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And grants them guidance and directs them upon the correct path. So this is the tarbiyah which is khasa. So we understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Rabb al-Alameen, is Lord of the creation, all of the creation. And that he cultivates all of the creation. But when we understand, when we, when we uh, use this word cultivation, tarbiyah, then we must understand that this tarbiyah occurs in two separate ways. And this is what the Sheikh was discussing. So you have the tarbiyah, which is general. Everyone receives this tarbiyah, in terms of the sustenance, or whether it be security, or the fact that we're brought, we're brought into existence in the first place. No doubt, the one that is brought into existence, he could be the one that is righteous and upright. Or he could be the one that is fajr. He could be the individual that is an evil individual. 
It's still brought into existence. And it's still brought into existence due to the fact that it's from the tarbi of Allah, the, the lordship of Allah ta'ala. Likewise, if we were speak if we were to discuss the fact that these in the, every individual has security, that security only comes about by way of the permission of Allah ta'ala. As all the creation are in need of Allah. The one that truly needs security has to turn to Allah Ta'ala first for, the, for that security. Because he's the one that has control over all the affairs. And so that security that is granted may be granted and it can be granted to any individual. It's something which is am. The amad is am. It's something which is yani, general. It can be for anyone. Likewise as well, sustenance. Yani, all of us as creation, we are sustained. We're able to eat and, and maintain sustenance. And that sustenance only comes from Allah. The sustenance is from Allah. And when we look at, we reflect upon the reality of creation. A person may receive sustenance, but not be from the righteous. He may be from amongst those that are evildoers, evildoers in terms of shirk, even. And we still retain, I say, sustenance. And so this affair of cultivation is something which is general. As for the specific, as mentioned, then this is specific for the believers. That this is where the individual is granted success and victory and aid from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because this is a reflection of what they're upon. This is a reflection of what they're upon and their acceptance of the truth. That when a person accepts the truth, then in that regard, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may guide them towards that which is good for them. But Allah ta'ala knows best. Now, thereafter, it goes to mention where Dinahu. And it's rigid. So the first thing from the Usul of Talatha is having knowledge that Allah is his Lord. Wadinuhu and his religion are his religion of Islam. And so the deen, this is referring to the Asl of Thani, to the second now foundation. So the first foundation is in relation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Alameen. The second foundation is in relation to the deed itself and this is the second foundation is that of manifestation absolutely deed of Islam that the servant has knowledge of the deed of Islam and so no doubt how much need is this ummah in relation to knowledge of Islam. The people of the Ummah, no doubt, are in need of knowledge of Islam. Because it is the religion of this Ummah. Islam is the religion of this Ummah. And it's the Silla. So it's the thing that links the servant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And no doubt, it is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded with. that the person holds on firm to and believes in as long, along with the fact that this is the way that Allah is pleased with. And that the person he submits to the commands of Islam and that he, tra- and he traverses upon the path in which he's able to attain the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the jannat al Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in the deen in the Allah al-Islam 
Indeed, the religion of Allah is Islam. And likewise, Allah Ta'ala states, whoever seeks a religion other than Islam, then it will never be accepted from him. And in the hereafter, he'll be from amongst the losers. And so, when we're discussing the affair of deed, we understand that this affair is one which is restrictive and a person must adhere to deed and the deed of Islam. Because this is the original that is with Allah. That's which is the first ayah. And likewise, the one that sees anything other than it will not be accepted from him. Rather, it will be the causation of him from being amongst the losers. The fact that he does not accept Islam as his deed. And so, the reality of that being is that the individual that does not accept Islam as his deed, then this is what causes him to be amongst the losers. وَمَنَ الدَّعَى أَنَّهُ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ عَلَى مِلَّةِ يَهُودِيَةِ أو نَصْرَانِيَةِ أو أي مِلَّةٍ مِلَّةٍ بالدعوة حرية الأديان التي لم يفهمه يفهمها فهم صحيحا فإنه كافر بدين الإسلام And so whoever claims that he's worshipping Allah however he's worshipping Allah upon the religion of the Yehud, of the, of the Yehud. Or upon the religion of the, the Nasar, the Christians. Or upon any religion that are claims <coughs> and, they, and, they, and they, they do so upon the claim that this is from the freedom of religion. Now, then they understand and then what should be understood is that they in reality have not had the, had the correct understanding of such an ibarah. This word of the freedom of religion. Then they have a corrupt understanding of that and what that true freedom is. And such a person in reality is a disbeliever in the religion of, of Islam. We know that Ahlul Dar and he's from the people of the fire. Now, if he was to die upon that way, And the proof for that is the general state of Allah Taala, where He says, "Kul ya yuhannasu inni Rasulullahi alaykum jamia." And He states, "Say, O mankind, indeed I am a messenger to all of you." And this is the affair of the da'wah of Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That his da'wah was to all of mankind. I the person is upon the individual to follow him and follow his way, his sunnah. And not to try and follow the way other than that. And so, this was the da'wah of the, the, the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, calling the people to worship in him alone, worship in Allah Ta'ala alone. Calling the people to worship Allah Ta'ala alone. That was his da'wah. And that which he came with by way of the Sharia and that legislation upon the people was to follow the message of Allah وسلم, upon, that, upon that legislation. And so, 
here's what the point that it mentions Kulya'ihannas in the Rasulullahi alaykum jamia. O mankind, indeed, I am a messenger. Naam, I am a messenger of Allah to all of you. This address for the Messenger of Allah was an address which he began with in his da'wah in Makkah. And he began giving his da'wah in Makkah. And how do you know from this ayah that his da'wah began in Makkah? Question for you. How do you know that from this ayah that this da'wah began in Makkah? In that specific quote. In this particular verse, the Surah Araf. Kul ya ihan nas. And that means what? So, if you say, if, if the ayah says, Kul ya ihan nas, or ya ihan nas, yani, all mankind, then what do you understand from that? Now, so it's, it's generally speaking, the ayah is from, uh, is a Makkah. Now, it's from Makkah. And if it's Madani, So in Medina, in Makkah, it's Ya Ayyuhannas. So if you, ha- if you find the ayah mentions Ya Ayyuhannas, it's referring to, yeah, or it's an ayah which revealed in Makkah. Or from the surah which is revealed in Makkah. Ya Ayyuhannas, then it's from the surah which is revealed in Medina. So we understand from this ayah now that this da'wah of the Messenger of Allah, where he is informing the people. That I am a messenger to all of you. Then this is the doubt that began in Mecca. Now, so based on the other question, based on that point as well, just a, uh, a side point, another question, I guess. What if the surah has Ya'i you had nas and Ya'i you had For example, surah al Baqarah. Well, on two different stages. Well, on two different stages. Good answer. It's wrong, but it's good answer. Has Ya Ayyuhal Nas and Ya Ayyuhal Ladina Amun. So then it will be? Madhul Nam. So as as long as the, the, the surah has Ya Ayyuhal Ladina Amun, then it's, we understand it to be a surah which is Madhul. So if it has both of them, then we know it's a surah which is Madhul. Now if it's just Ya Ayyuhal Nas, then it's Madhul. Ma- now. I saw Surah Tabak as an example of that. Now, thereafter we have the narration as well where the Prophet mentions, وَالَّذِي نَفْسِ مُحَمَّدْ بِيَدِهِ لَا يَسْمَعْ بِأَحَدٌ مِنْ هَذِي الْأُمَّةِ يَهُودِي أَوْ نَصْرَانِي ثُمَّ يَمُوتْ وَلَمْ يُؤْمِنْ بِالَّذِي جِئْتُ بِهِ إِلَّا كَانَ مِنْ أَصْحَابِ الدَّارِ And so he mentions, and by the one whose soul of Muhammad is within his hand, for Allah, no doubt. So the Nabi Sallallahu swear by Allah that no one hears about me from this Ummah a Yahudi or a Nasrani then dies whilst not believing in that which I have come with. 
except that he is from the inhabitants of the hellfire. This is a narration. And what we understand from this Barakallahu Fikum is that the person is going back to the main point. That the person cannot say, state that they are, they believe in Allah. And perhaps they even believe that the Messenger of Allah is a messenger. However, they will state that we are worshipping Allah upon another Sharia. So we are worshipping Allah upon the Sharia of Isa alayhi salam. But rather, the person must accept that the deen, and in order to worship Allah, he has to worship Allah upon Haq, and upon the deen of Islam, and upon the Sunnah of the Nabi alayhi salatu salam. And as for the way of the Prophet the message of Allah then it goes back to three uh, three sources oh sorry, two sources Mustarid it goes back and it's referred back to two sources two noble sources Mustarid al-Awwal the first source the Kitab Allah Azawajal The first source is the book of Allah Azawajal, which Allah Ta'ala states, That's all Allah Ta'ala states, and then follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord. <coughs> and do not follow that or other than him, taking them as close friends. And so thus, those that remember are very few. And those that are upon remembrance are very few. All right, so follow that which has been revealed in the Quran, the Quran al Kareem. Wa Masudah Thani, the second, is Sunnah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And so the second is the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Which he mentioned in relation to it. The B. Sallallahu mentioned in relation to that Sunnah. Alaykum bi Sunnati. Wa Sunnatu Khulafa'a Rashidin al-Mahdi bin Ba'di. Tabassuku biha. Wa addu alayha bin Nawajif. And so, the B. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions upon you is my Sunnah. And the Sunnah of the rightly guided Khulafa'a who follow me. Hold on firm to it. And hold on firm to it with your bonus. And grab on firm to it. And hold on firm to it with your bonus. Within this narration, the message of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, first of all, message of the command, alaykum, the sunnati. <coughs> Upon you, my sunnah. This word alaykum within this uh, hadith is known as an ism fi'l. It's known as an ism fi'l. An ism fi'l, yani, so it's, a, it's an, essentially it's a verb, it's a noun, sorry, that carries out the action of a verb. 
So here is the command of a person to adhere to that truth. So upon you is my sunnah. And the sunnah of the rightly guided Khulafah that come after me. So it's a command to adhere to that way. Upon you is this way. Thereafter, he, alayhi salatu wasalam, mentioned another command. Hold on firm to it. Another command. And this command is mentioned as, as Tawqeed for the first command. So as I mentioned, this other command now is mentioned as uh, now emphasis, greater emphasis for the command that, that came before it. وَعَدُّ عَلَيْهَا بِالنَّوَاجِذِ And hold on first with your bonus. عَدُّ عَلَيْهَا بِالنَّوَاجِذِ And Thereafter, we understand that this affair of Islam <coughs> was brought forth by the Imam from the Muslims, who no doubt was the Nabi, it's Aslam is the first who embraced. All about da'ad and Islam, and the first that called to Islam. What to sabab fi hidayat al-Asar al-Islam. And so he was the means of the people being from amongst the Asar al-Islam, those that came to aid Islam as well. The kala talabatuhu al-Bahajirin al-Asar. And so his students the people that studied under him Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam were the Mahajirin and Ansar. And this was the affair of the, the companion. And what they were upon from Basira from clear insights in relation to the affair of Deen. And thereafter that, those that followed that generation were the Mujahideen. Those that strove in the way of Allah, fought in the way of Allah, conquering the lands from those virtues of the generations, the best of the generations. And amongst them were ulama rabbanin, and amongst them were scholars that cultivate. And they were individuals that gave great importance to the affair of learning the deed of Islam. And the writing down and the recording of the Elm al <coughs> from the things that they would, they would write down and they recorded from the Elm 
بدي تفسير الكلام الرب العالمين تفسير الكلام الرب العالمين اللي تفسير القرآن وتدوير السنة السيد الألبياء والمرسلين as well as the recording and the writing down of the Sunnah or the Sayyid al-Anbiya al-Mursidiyya al-Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wal-amal ala tanqiyat al-Sahiha bin al-Da'if as well as the acting upon that which is distinguished to be the correct from that which is incorrect as well as distinguishing between the makbul and the mardud, distinguishing between that which is accepted, that which is rejected, from that as well. وَهَذَا يَعْتَبَرْ مِنْ أَعْظَمْ عَنْوَاءَ الْجِهَادِ And that is regarded as being from the greatest force of jihad. Why? Because within that, you are clarifying to the people the ma'ani of the book of Allah. The meanings that are found in the book of Allah Azza wa Jal. And that which is the founder for nobility from the actions upon it as well. And actions of seeking nearness to Allah Ta'ala when a person embarks upon that. Because the individual have clarified to the people what that which is correct and upright when the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa from that which is not correct. This is the defense of the Sunnah. As some of the Salaf would mention as well, that them and the Sunnah a'adham al-jihad fi sibidillah. That them, defense of the Sunnah, i.e. defense of the Sunnah, is something which is greater than jihad fi sibidillah. Because within that defense of the Sunnah, <coughs> when you defend the Sunnah, we understand that defending the Sunnah isn't just necessarily defending it from a direct attack. Where a person directly seeking to attack the Sunnah and discredit the Sunnah. However, defense of the Sunnah as well is defending it from anyone that is seeking an affair of khalt. Yeah, it's something of mixing the Sunnah and trying to make the affair of the Sunnah less distinguished from the, the, the truth that is that we are upon. So when the person and the alim and the imam is making a Sunnah distinguished, the distinguished affair, to understand that is in itself is an action of jihad and an action which is praiseworthy. For me until you وقبل اليوم جماعات يلزمون من يحتهمون بشأن تفسير الكلام إذا وجل ليبينوا للأمة كلام ربهم وصحيح السنة نبيهم صلى الله عليه وسلم بضعيفها نعم جاء بعض الفرق المخالفة للمهج السلف فذموا هذا السلف من علماء ربانيين بدون المسوق من الأقل ودقل إذ كيف يجوز أن يذم من يقف على إداية بكتاب الله وتفسيرا وتعليما ودعوة ونشرا كيف يجوز 
أن يلام من يهتم بيان صحيح السنة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بضعيفها ومقبولها بمردودها and so thereafter he mentions you find the day that we live in it now where you have the groups and you have these jama'at that have appeared however from amongst the people <coughs> those that give importance to clarifying and give, it, and give an explanation of that which is found from the speech of Allah in order to clarify to the people of the Ummah the speech of Allah, the speech of their Lord, Tabarak wa Ta'ala. And to clarify to the Ummah that which is Sahih from the Sunnah of their Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi and distinguish that which is Sahih from that which is Da'if. And so no doubt you found that the different groups have come about as well. That are Bukhalif for the Manhaj of the Salaf, they have opposed the Salaf. However, these ulama have mentioned the blameworthy nature of what they are upon and refuted that which they are upon. And they refuted them <coughs> and spread that which they are upon so it's known. And so Here it is understood by way this this affair of these individuals. And then the Shaykh goes to mention Falhadar and yes but the how lay the Yukulun for Hakil Ulamar Rabbadiyin be Adahum Kaum La Yarifuna illa Maksabatihim. Well I Yarifuna illa Okuf and I kutub that in Aurak. الصفراء وما شاكل ذلك والفاظ وهذا إثم كبير وذب العذيب يجزع أصحاب بالعقوبات العاجلة so Jackie goes to mention as a warning that the person must beware of listening to the speech of the people that they state in relation to the ulama. The ulama Rabbani, those the ulama that cultivate. We heard the speech where they say that these people do not know anything except for the books. They don't, they're, not, they're not people, generally people of knowledge. All they know is about books and their libraries. And they don't know anything except that they, they sit down with their with their yellow pages, and they know what, what are yellow pages and distinguish which are the pages. And speech which is like the words of these. And the reality that is that this is a great sin, a grave sin, those that engage in such speech. Deserving of someone receiving a swift recompense, a swift punishment. And as Allah, and as the Shaykh mentioned, وَقَدْ يَجْبَعَ اللَّهَ لَهُمْ بَيْنَ الْأُخُوبَاتِ الْعَاجِلَةِ وَالْعَاجِلَةِ And 
it's possible Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may combine between the punishment being for such individuals, which is swift, and at a time that is uh, soon till now, as well as <coughs> a delayed punishment. Especially the punishment of the Akhirah. What that means to, to make tawbah to Allah and seek His forgiveness and to return to adhere to the truth and being from those that acknowledge His people and the virtue of His people after acknowledging the virtue of Allah. This is the reality. Barakallahu feekum. That such individuals, you may find that they start to speak about the scholars. And they start to speak about the scholars and, and essentially what is referred to as the tanakos of the scholars. I seek to mention the scholars as in a manner which is not befitting and lowering their status. And the reality is, is that they they do so not because they may necessarily not believe what they're saying, but they are people are they're people of shubhat, they're people of doubts. And so what you find is that and there's no doubt it's done with all the way through to the prophets and messengers is that when a person is not able to refute that which the person has come with, and the scholars in this case, they come with the truth. Because they're not able to refute that which the person has come with, they seek to make the people have doubt about the person themselves. Because if you doubt the person themselves, then, but tally, that which, that which naturally follows on from that is that you're going to doubt which they're coming with, that which they're mentioning. And so because they're not able to directly address the affair of haq which the scholar is coming with, or in some cases the, the Nabi is coming with. They will speak about the person on a personal level and seek for the people to lose trust in that individual. As you find, right, when they referred to the Prophet as a sahib or a majnoon, referred to him as a sorcerer, or was an insane individual, not because they could, not because they could say anything in return or to refute that which he came by way of tawheed and the rejection of shirk. So rather than that, they spoke about him, causing people to doubt him as an individual. Like and so, the shaykh goes to mention, "Wahaka the tataba al ansar al Islam be da'wa ilay." وشرح المحاسن وفضائله وبيان للناس في في كل زمان وفي كل مكان. And so the those that came to aid Islam, they came to aid Islam by way of calling to it and expressing and explaining the good which is found within it, as well as its virtues. وبيان للناس في كل زمان ومكان. And they would clarify that to their people in every time and every place. 
وفي أسرب هذا نحمد الله تبارك وتعالى على أن في العالم الإسلامي رجالا صالحين مخلصين يدعون إلى المرحج السلف مرحج السلف عزو in the time that we live in now and all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that in the Islamic what we find is that with the Islamic world we have righteous upright men Sincere in their calling to the Malhaj of Salaf. Sincere in their calling to the Malhaj of Salaf. Ghayr al-Salikin, Masalik al-Harrakiyin, al-Hizbiyin. And they are free from traversing upon the way of the revolutionists, the Hizbiyin, the parties of the revolutionists. In which you find that they have their da'wah centered around protesting or establishing secret organizations. And so the Shaykh mentions, if in Hadi Asalim, they're talking about Islam, that these particular methods do not aid and are not in the service of Islam. Learn to do Allah Bahasini. They're not a means of a person, or they're not a means of directing towards the good that is found within Islam, or its virtues. And so this reality is the way of those individuals, these groups, Allah Ta'ala, those best. Thereafter, generations that this, these uh, groups and these uh, this this affair of going on uh, protests and the likes of that. First and foremost, this is not from the intent of Islam. What Islam intended to bring about and defend. And not for the doubt of Islam as well. Rather, it's from the actions of the Kufar. And without the action of the Kufar, which does not bring about or engage in the Masalih and the beneficial factors for the Muslims, it's not something which is beneficial for the Muslims. Rather, that which results from these actions is shar, evil, mafasid, and great harms. Within now, if you were to ask him what about one one delil, then you can suffice with one delil, one proof. وهو عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لما دعا في مكة متحملا كل ما يناله من الأذى حتى وضعوا الأذى فوق ظهره 
وهو ساجد فأعمل معه ما لا يقل السبعين رجلا نظروا عن نظروا نفوسهم لله فلو عمرهم الله النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أن يقتحموا المحالك لاقتحموه ولكنه أمرهم أن يحاجروا إلى أرض الحبشة فالبنينة ليأمروا على دينهم وعرفسهم حتى يأتي الله بفرج وقد أتى به والحمد لله And so the greatest proof is when we, when we reflect upon the life of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he lived in Mecca and where he was dealing and coping with all the trials of the people and that which occurred to him to the extent where they would place filth and harm and the insides of the, of the pig upon his back whilst he was in sajda and so thus he was patient with that and so was understood that if the Prophet وسلم, wanted he could have commanded the people that were with him, the companions that were with him, to bring about the destruction of these individuals. However, he commanded them with performing the hijrah to Habasha and thereafter to Medina so that they may have a form of security for their deen and their own selves until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted them some form of success and a way out. And no doubt that came. For Okanat and Ertial and Ertialat with Osai and Dawa, and with Rayat and Dawa, the Koralahum, Yamashal Sabirin, and the Yadham Kulu Wahid Milkum, Faliyaktul Wahidan, Milkufar Kurish. And so the fact that Nabi had with him an approximate number of about 70, 70 men. They didn't have, they had a number which wasn't less, wasn't less than 70. And they all vowed in a vow for the sake of Allah, to be with Allah, to, to submit to Allah, and so, <coughs> if his da'wah of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was just about gathering the numbers, gathering the people, 
and seeking to avenge any harm that came their way, then he would have gathered those individuals, the 70 of them, and commanded each one of you have to kill one from the Quraysh. Until they would overcome them in number. However, he stated to them that they should make hijrah. They should migrate to Habasha. Until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordains or gives that order that there is there has been a way out for you. And that ease has come their way. Allah knows best. And then the third affair, which to mention here, to mention the first, which is Allah's Rabbul Alameen. The second is the deed of Islam. The third, when Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa When Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi then he is the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, for amongst one of the Ulul Azam. From the five of the messengers known to have the specific, known for the specific determination. And that he was the one, alayhi salatu wasalam, in which the message, every single message, ended with. وَأَكْبَرُ اللَّهِ لَنَا بِهِ الدِّينِ And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <coughs> completed and perfected the deed by, with him alayhi salatu wasalam and completed his favour with him alayhi salatu wasalam وَأَرْسَلَ إِلَى ثَقَلَيْلَ الْعَامَةِ and sent him to the two creations I in general. Well, yes, but I had that in Khuruj and Rasalat, bad a bit fatty. Well, yes, I had that. Well, yes, I had that in Khuruj and Rasalat. And so, no one is capable of saying that they are not going to follow his legislation that he came with. After he's been sent. يعني أشرف الخلق وإمام الدعاة الصالحين المصلحين. So he is the most noble of the creation, and he is the Imam of the coolers that are صالحين مصلحين. Are the coolers that are righteous and those that rectify. والرسول رب العالمين سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم عبد الله الصادق العبيد and that he is the messenger of the رب العالمين that he is the prophet محمد بن عبد الله is the truthful and the trustworthy and so this is what we understand from the third of these particular principles and foundations about the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. وَلَقَدْ بُعِفَ النَّبِي Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam 
Now, now, what dunya kula has rub. And the dunya, <coughs> in reality, all of it is in the habitat of darkness. However, that which has become, that which became as a dawn and a, and a break of light was that of his prophecy. And that means of light by way of his message. And it became widespread and well, or something which was well versed and well seen by way of the light from the Lord of the earth. And so that darkness essentially all became light. And it illuminates the path for the one that wants that path. And it's a means of making clear the hujja, the proof for the one that is in need of that proof. And so, <coughs> the Prophet ﷺ began his da'wah in a manner which was sir, in a manner which was private and quiet and secret, until he was commanded by the state of Allah, Fasta bi-ba'tu'mar. I saw make clear that which you've been commanded with. I be open and apparent and direct that which you've been commanded with. And so thus he entered upon the marketplace amongst the Mushrikeen and he stated. And so he said, Indeed, I am a clear warning to you. And that which I'm warning you from is a great punishment. For Raddu Alehi Akbaharat, Wa Ankaru Alehi Ayyaba Inkar. And so you found. That the most evil, they rejected it in the most evil of ways. And they had, they had, and in terms of their rejection of it, it was a direct and evil rejection. And so, this was the manner in which they rejected him. They rejected him night and day. They rejected him night and day. Rejected that which he came with. And that 
which he called to. This is just the beginning of what we wish to discuss in relation to the da'wah of the Prophet and the matter of his da'wah. And Allah will continue in our next lesson where we go on to mention some of the <coughs> the matters of the da'wah of the Prophet and thereafter the intent inshallah is to go on to discuss uh, the first asan, the first found, the foundation, which is the foundation of the belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm going to discuss it in more detail. Wallahu ta'ala a'lam zakum la khaira. Wa barakallahu feekum. Wa sallallahu wa barak ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sallam. Wa barakallahu wa alihi wa sallam. Wa barakallahu wa alihi wa sallam.